Hi crew, how you doing? Hey, Coach here. Man, uh, how are you this week? I hope uh, I hope the work week went well, depending on when you're actually listening to this. Uh, Coach here, and I am glad you have taken a few minutes to spend with me today when you're out on the go or doing whatever you're doing. I'm gonna learn a couple of things today, I certainly hope. I don't know about you, but uh, I have always subscribed to the thought that things are easier and certainly less taxing and stressful if you know ahead of time what to expect. Do you feel that way as well? I mean, something at your work. If there was something in your daily grind that you go to 40 hours a week or more, and someone told you to do it, but you didn't know how to do it, you weren't trained to do it, don't you think it would be a lot harder? That's how I feel about it. This week, we discuss hill climbing. And no, I do not mean Mother Nature's hills and mountains. I mean that project hill. Let's rope up, shall we? Let's get ready. Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. You know, as a kid, as a kid, I think many times things that come our way were always uh, first time events, first time lessons. And we learned and we grew in many ways as our parents taught us or life taught us, not always simply either. We stumbled and fumbled and bumbled our way and made our mistakes, but committed through life's way of repetition, a sense of confidence to complete certain tasks and chores and schoolwork and homework, socializing and just growing up basically, with less and less errors came about. You know, with this or with that confidence, we understood the tasks and we completed them correctly because we knew what to expect before mom and dad ever said, hey, go mow the lawn or whatever it might've been. Am I right? For me, those, uh, those challenges, those tasks came on very early in my childhood. I don't know about yours, but chores were a way of life on a small horse ranch back in the 60s and 70s, believe me. When I grew up, finally, Maestro might disagree with that. She might say I'm still working on it. Still might be a work in progress for coach. You know, many of life's chores, those like when you're all grown up providing for yourself, a career, daily and weekly tasks around the house became just a part of living because we knew what to expect and we knew what to do and how to do it. You know, go to work, do your job, gas your car, feed your face, grocery shop, clean your house, do your clothes. It's just a part of living, but it's because you know it that it's just the mundane grind of living day to day. Then there are those tasks we still have not faced, many of you like starting and completing a landscape makeover project. Maybe building a whole new deck off the back of your house, or maybe the front of your house. Building a shed to store a lot of your tools and cleaning the garage out. Maybe something simple like changing the oil in your car, or a big one, painting the whole interior or exterior of your house. 
You know, these adult tasks may stymie our confidence a bit. It might actually make you stop in your tracks and make you have to think, uh, I don't know how to do that. Because many of us have not been faced with those types of projects as of yet. You know, when it comes to landscape projects, I have laid out for you for two years now, many of the step-by-step -step procedures. I have offered an ebook and a digital course. I have offered a free download with an audio cast on how to do it step-by-step. -step. Check the links in the description below. So most anybody, most anybody who took this on would be successful. So what could possibly be missing or possibly go wrong then, right? How about the actual work itself? There is a hill to climb, in so many words. I have climbed that hill hundreds and hundreds of times, not just in landscape projects as a contractor and designer, but also in two other careers that I've held as well. You can have or get all the education you want, but if you have not applied it to the actual work for which you were trained and learned all the subtle nuances and all the ins and outs of such work, you basically, you just don't know what you don't know yet. Plain and simple. The hill, as I refer to it, is the climb you must make from the start of a landscape project to the completion. It is a very distinct climb. And the hard part in the front half of the project, and then the downhill slide on the second half. Knowing this ahead of time, having that invaluable knowledge going into it is crucial. It really is. It's a mental nugget to maintaining your mental perseverance, stamina, and encouragement to those around you who might be helping you. What a freaking leg up. Can you imagine doing all of this just willy-nilly and just jumping out there one Saturday going, ah, I'm re-landscaping the backyard, honey. It can be done, but will it be done to the level of where you sit back at the end and go, professional look, what do you know? To me, that's a huge leg up. It's a huge advantage knowing what you're going to be facing and where are some of the pitfalls and the hard spots. Would you like to know what the hill looks like in a manner of speaking? Alrighty then. Okay. I will show you as best I can through my words. And then over on the channel, yeah, I'll be able to show you to a certain extent through visualization. The hill and for some of the larger projects, they're literally a mountain, starts as a very flat plane in the very beginning of the project. That beginning, though, cannot be skipped. Let me repeat that again. It cannot be skipped unless you want the project to be kind of half-assed. It's not thoroughly thought out. And once again, knowledge is power. The flat plane in the beginning of this project is the mind work of the budgeting, the planning, designing, sourcing, scheduling, all the things that I talk about in the book, in the course, and in the 15th step. The mental part, if you will, before the sweat part actually starts. Do not take the flat plane for granted. It can be a small mental hill of its own, you know, of its own right, literally. What happens if you skip a step or two? Think about it. Like, you don't think out and plan out a budget. You don't schedule stuff up before day one. You have no landscape plan or design in place. You can see how that would complicate things just a bit. Ha! Weather channels let me know. So, now for the climb. You know, you've, you haven't skipped those flat planes of your planning phases. 
you have all your ducks in a row, so to speak. You pick the time of year and when it's going to be best for you to start and, most importantly, finish the project. You've acquired tools you need to launch, and we will make an assumption for the sake of our conversation here today that this is a landscape makeover, not a brand new, nothing in the backyard type of yard. Okay, we're just going to make that assumption for the sake of conversation. You have, or at least you should, have it stuck on the refrigerator, my 15-step checklist committed to your brain and printed out on paper. So now the hill, you got your boots on, you got your working pants on, you got the right ensemble, so does your help. You have all your tools in place and you're ready to go. Demolition, day one. Knowing it going in, guys, I repeat, knowing it going in will allow you to finish that day one and subsequent days. Because if you're not used to this kind of work, two hours in, you're going to be sweating balls. You're going to be tired. You may have sore boo-boos already, and you might be questioning your decision if you did not know. It's about this time that your help, you know, two to four hours in, who are not used to this kind of work either, start to go, oh boy, oh man, did I pull something? Oh geez, what time is it? What time's the soccer game for the kids, honey? Yeah, I think, hey Joe, we gotta go. That's when, that's when your help, that's when your help starts to leave you. It's when your wife says, I got something to do inside. Or your husband goes, hey, I, I have a little catch-up work to do up in the office. So knowing this going in, especially on day one, makes it that much more palatable. This, folks, is the start, and only the start, of climbing the Project Hill. Knowing it ahead of time will allow you not to be surprised. You will expect the sweat. You will expect the stink. You will expect being messy and sore and sweaty. You'll allow for those aches and the pains because it's part of the project. How do you get past it? Ah, you can plan around and space out your, your demo day if you can, if you need to. I used to love demo as fast as I freaking possibly could. And I'll share you another tip at the end, so stick around. Yeah, you can plan around shorter days. And, you know, especially if, you, if you've picked the hot part of the year, which as a DIYer, I would not suggest. I would suggest the late spring, or I would suggest the early to mid fall when things start to cool off. Don't do it in the blast furnace of the summer, especially if you got high heat and high humidity. Wow, how you guys live in that to begin with is enough. I'll tell you what, it will make you think ahead of time about extra hands at your disposal. You will load up the help in the front part of demolition. You know, many times, if you've never used things like saws and wheelbarrows, chainsaws, sod cutters, other stuff, demolition can be the hardest part of any landscape project, especially if it's rather mature. You know, taking things out that other men and women and Mother Nature intended to be in can put a beating on a body. No doubt about it. A man or a woman and a child and a dog, it, it, it can put a beating on you, period. So moving on, the hill continues up, ever up for a little while. Once demo is done, you have cleanup to do. You get it down to that kind of that blank canvas of where you know you've 
you've taken it down as far as you're going to, and now we're going to start to put it back together. So you move on. You move on to soil amending and groundwork. Here we have those hills within a hill, so to speak. And what I mean by that is you have the task of soil amending, but you're not just soil amending. You are moving a pile of compost or whatever you've bought to amend your soil from maybe your front driveway to the backyard. And there you're taking it and spreading it out to a depth of two, three inches or more. And then you're bringing in the rototiller, okay? And there's nothing like going five rounds with rototiller wrestling if you've never done it before. It, it can be quite an experience. For God's sake, spend the money and do not get a front tine tiller. Whatever you do, especially if you have harder soils, always, always get a rear tine tiller. It will make your life, your arms, shoulders, elbows, spine, and legs so much happier, and they'll keep working for you. That is a professional tip. Then you move on to once the soil amending's done, now you have maybe some uh, groundwork to do, some underground work. It's time maybe for drainage to go in if it's necessary. Maybe irrigation needs to go in. Maybe you need to trench a little bit for landscape lighting cables. Okay, depends on, depends on what, what levels you're doing. Many parts of our country and world, you know, you kind of rely on mother nature. You don't rely on uh, supplemental irrigation. Me being a Westerner, it was always supplemental irrigation. So are these things going to be done with machines, the drainage and irrigation, or are you doing it by hand? Oh my God, oh my God. It, unless you're in Florida with nothing but sandy soils and you have some help, for God's sakes, get yourself a trencher. Don't try to do it with just a pick and a shovel. It can be done, yes, but time is money, you know, and money is time. So spend a little money and save a little time. Now we continue our climb. We continue our climb with getting all the trenches cleared out. That's always fun at ground level. Cleared out, sloped correctly if it's for drainage. Uh, you've got irrigation valve assembly holes to take care of, hookups to take care of, and then working on your hands and knees at ground level on the warmer parts of the month or year. Yeah, I tell you what, your, your knees, your legs, all the ups and downs that you do during this kind of work, you'll know about it at the end of the day. And our climb continues. Our climb continues up. The soreness can be minimized a little bit by scheduling breaks with days off, but not too much, not too much time off. It might be because since you're a DIYer, you gotta return to your regularly scheduled full-time job to pay for all this crap. And maybe your regular job will allow you to rest. Then don't forget about it. Hit it again a little bit after work if you've got the daylight and the energy level and hit it again on the weekend. Please, don't take too much time off. I have seen it in folks. Why? Momentum. Always the loss of momentum. Don't lose it because it will sap your desire to finish. Believe me, there is nothing worse to look at than a failed attempt in a halfway done landscape project. It really can demoralize a person. Not to mention, Ma Nature has a way of creeping back in and having new weeds and other stuff come up right in the middle of your project, right where you just rototilled the new lawn area that's gonna be. You just don't want to do that. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Keep climbing. You will reach the top of this hill very soon. I promise you that. So now you've climbed past the demo, past the soil amending, 
past the underground work of drainage and irrigation, maybe laying out cable for lighting if you choose. From this point, ladies and gents, from this point you can actually see the summit. You can. Now it's time for flat work. Flat work, what I mean is some form of durable surfaces that you're going to have in your landscape. Patios, walkways, driveways, edgings, dog runs, shed pad, hot tub pad, whatever it might be. Now we come up with uh, the forming, the ordering of cement or ordering of material, whatever you're going to make it out of, pouring, finishing, and cleaning up. The final push for the hill summit is planting. Now for some of you, <laughs> like Floridians, this sounds like it would be on the downhill side, that slope towards the finish line. It might be for some of you, depending on your soil conditions. Those soil conditions often though can make for one hell of an arduous day. Even Maestro, who used to help me on some projects, knows what it's like to dig a hole for a 15 gallon tree in soil that has no business with a shovel in it. Many times over the years, planting day was done with a jackhammer for me and with a couple of extra bodies to help. Sometimes the soils were so hard that planting day was two to three days. I can remember planting some trees up in the foothills of Calaveras County where I used a backhoe to literally dig the hole. And at times I even had a rock chain trencher, a ride-on trencher, a big, big ditch witch trencher where I would come in and make huge X's in the soil and then be able to scoop out the minimal amount of soil that was in there and mostly shaley rock and caliche soil. Ugh, I don't miss that. Once your planting is completed and cleanup has been done, plants have been watered in and a regrade has been accomplished, it's kind of, you can stand back and go, whoa, this is transformation day. This really is. After planting is done, it's transformation day. You have summited the Landscape Project Hill. From here, at least in my experience now, it was much easier and I could always see the finish line after crossing that threshold of planting day. At first, you will not see it when you're down on the plains and you're starting the hill. You won't see it because it is on the other side of that hill that you have to climb. Don't think about that finish line because you can't see it. You really can't. From the summit, you sure can though. It is a glorious sight indeed. And you will feel it to your bones when you get done. You will feel it. You will see it. And you're going to go, son of a I can do this. I am almost there. But I really suggest you don't lose focus. Certainly not a time to take off. Do not put plants in the ground and then disappear on a one week vacation. Plan it. Plan it out so you know that you're going to be there. You're going to have your eye on those new babies you have put in the ground. We have a few steps left to make it to the finish line. Few steps, not nearly as hard, not nearly as arduous, but it can be hard on the spine, especially if you have hours and hours of it. Tasks such as like laying out and finishing any and all drip irrigation to all the plants you just put in. Mulching the beds, which calls for a lot of wheelbarrow work in some cases, plus the cleanup afterwards. I have had multiple days of mulching when you have had to wheelbarrow because you didn't have enough room for machinery. You had to wheelbarrow 45 to 50 cubic yards of mulch to cover up the beds nice. Then you have uh, maybe a little bit of 
simple groundwork, but not dirty groundwork. You got to, you know, connect up lighting cables and transformers and stuff. You got irrigation timers. And then, then the last phase, the very last phase. And I do not suggest that you do this anytime sooner. It's kind of like uh, the old adage, you put in brand new carpet, then you decide to paint the walls of the house inside. No, 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 no. No, we always paint the walls first, then we put in new carpet, right? It's the same thing in landscaping. You're now gonna be doing the seeding of your new lawn, or I strongly suggest doing sodding. You're putting in the new carpet after you've done all the other stuff. For me, sodding the lawn was always the last thing except for final cleanup, and that way, Nothing but nothing is rolling across that brand new seeded or sawed lawn to mess anything up or to put ruts in it. Hey, finally, finally, the finish line. That glorious pride-filled moment when you and yours can see the finished product of all your efforts, all your toil, sweat, and pain. It's sitting there right before you. It is one homeowner project, in my humble opinion, that is truly a tangible result. And it starts, it starts its return on investment immediately and keeps giving you an ROI for years and years to come. There's not a lot of homeowner projects that do that. You know, things like uh, fruit from the trees, shade from the trees, or the shade structure that you've completed, comfort of your new outdoor surroundings, usefulness, play area for kids or doggo, bountiful harvest for maybe the vegetable garden that you've put in, and homeowner value, property values. Now that you know, now that you know what to expect and you are thousands and thousands of dollars richer because you did it yourself and your home's value has increased a lot, sometimes and I have seen it, sometimes enough to actually pay for the project you just laid out all those thousands of dollars for. Your aches and pains have subsided, yet another weird little phenomenon creeps in. It has done for me many times as a, as a homeowner, but I've seen it a lot for DIYers. And that is, many DIYers take care of the new landscape much, much more than those who do not do the work themselves. They appreciate the landscape much more because they know and knew what it took to make it, what to create it, what it looked like before. And by God, there's no way in hell I'm gonna let it look like that again because <laughs> it's my sore back, my sore shoulders, hands, knees, etc. So I'm not going back there. I'm not going down that road again. They will value their own sweat equity much more and just writing a check to a guy like me and disappearing. There just isn't the value behind it. So, now you know. You know what to expect beyond just the thinking part. That planes out there that are nice and flat and easy. You are aware of that hill that you must climb and much of what it entails within the climb itself. You don't have any surprises no more. You know, I really hope it helps if just for a little. Load up the help part on the front end, if you haven't picked up on that hint. Load it up. Day one, as many freaking people as you can get there that you can manage correctly. You know, you can get too many hands in the pie just as easy as not having enough. So a manageable amount and pick your people carefully. 
you got to have some people that have just about as much drive as you or close to it. Hey, if it was for me, I'd love to help you in any way I could on site, but oftentimes I can't be there for you. But I am only a consulting click away. If you got some value from this free education, hey, do me a favor. Consider over on the YouTube channel joining me and helping me out every week. It's not free to do this. Or a new little thing that we have is you can buy me a cup of coffee. That's it. If you see the value in what you've learned here today, buy me a cup of joe. You can check it out at the link below. Buymeacoffee.com backslash yardcoach. Hey guys, as always to your landscape success, man, I love the fall weather, but we have found a cold snap out here right now in lovely Wisconsin. But as always to your landscape success, catch you guys next week. Be good and take care. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.